Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. Oh, you're going back to Aggie. Oh, I forgot. No. <laughs> Agnes. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. It's 2023. You're a new you. We're so proud of you. Welcome to the future. What are you changing? What are you keeping? Who are you? in 2023 that's I mean, the question what a question we all escaped death uh we made it to the other side um i got I covid again over new year's yeah brian got covid again <laughs> i miraculously avoided getting covid as i like traveled through every single like southern hub in the united states i somehow well if i got it i don't know that i have it and that's honestly better at this point to just not test yourself (laughs) well yeah I mean I feel fine and whatever Brian you're probably negative now I yeah well I I haven't had any I mean I barely had any symptoms when I tested uh I got this again for the second time in a year I got COVID up in Lake Tahoe um uh this time from a bar where my waitress, I think, definitely had COVID because she had a very sort of raspy voice. And um, I probably should have turned around and not eaten at that place, but I did. But yeah, I like barely was sick. I didn't even have a sore throat. Um, I felt like a little tired for a couple of days. And since I was with my whole family, I was like, I'll test myself because, you know, my ne- niece and nephew have to go back to school the next week. And like, if they are positive, it's like their whole family's fucked, like with childcare, all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I got it. Luckily, my mom also tested positive, but she's fine. And everyone else tested negative and um, escaped the uh, airborne virus. Um, and now, yeah, like I have, I I've been fine. And um, I tested myself a couple of days ago, and I had like still like the faintest, you know, phantom thread line on there. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm I'm fine. Well. I'm glad you're okay. I was, I'm pretty sure I was exposed by a woman who worked in a hotel, a best, whatever it was, a super eight that I was put up that I had to stay in because I had a layover. Um, I'm pretty sure that the woman who worked there had it. 
but whatever. We'll yeah, because you said she was out. the only one wearing a mask. She was the only person in the entire. I had a layover in Dallas, Texas, and they my I missed my flight. I had to spend the night. American Airlines, they put us up in a Super 8. Every, when I got there, it was like midnight, and there was like a line out the door of American passengers who all had the same layover in the same hotel, and they were just like taking vouchers. It was like a well-oiled machine. And the next morning we went downstairs and we were like talking to this woman. She was like calling her car and uh, she had a mask on and she told me that she couldn't smell or taste anything just like (laughs) as a casual, just like, just to let me know and um, whatever. So, you know, COVID no, I mean, that was on January. Well, that was on January 3rd, so not that long ago. Oh, you could still, so, it could, could still, still pop be, up. It could still pop up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if I have that exotic Texas strain of COVID. Oh, God. Uh, was she wearing like um, like a real, like a N95? Or no, was she, she wearing, was like, wearing a fine... like a little surgical mask. Oh, that yeah. I'm guessing she, it looked well worn. Sure. <laughs> it didn't look like a brand new. It did. It was losing its shape, you know? Great, 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 great. I'm going to take a test. Maybe I'll take a test tomorrow just because I'm going out and like seeing some friends. So I'll take a test before I see them. Yeah, that sounds like a, a plan. But I feel fine. Uh, you, if you feel fine and you have no symptoms, I mean, you don't even really need to test yourself, but I guess if you're, if you think you might've been exposed and you're seeing friends the next day, it's probably the when responsible thing to do. Friend, I'm seeing my friend who was a baby and I, Oh yeah, for like, sure. Test. Really, I always want to like be careful. Uh, I, tomorrow morning, I actually will, if it doesn't rain and it's not supposed to, I will actually get to play tennis for the first time in like three weeks. Amazing. And I'm so excited. I have a new racket a new tennis bag i'm ready to go and then and then we're seeing um megan in the afternoon yeah i'm seeing megan in the afternoon too i'm seeing Amer- megan at noon oh i was gonna say there's a ton of people going to the four o'clock at the americana if you oh no i'm going to um well i guess i don't want to give away my spot but i'm going to a non-amc location i'll just say that uh, i think i might know which one you're going to i, won't, I don't I there's only guess. one non-amc yeah. theater that i go to and it's a weird one so it is so funny in la now it's like pretty much every theater is an amc like even like when a new movie comes out that's like limited release you have to go st- to the AMC. it's still amc which is fine because i have the a-list and i you know i know i mean i get treated well there Oh yeah, they treat you like a king. Mm. At the old AMC. Uh what else? Oh, any we talked about our resolutions already. Um Yeah. It, I I think I might add another one. I think I might ooh. do another no diet year. Oh, I think that's I think that's healthy. The only two is I probably will do one prolon because sure. I have one. Well, you got to. And I might do a little juice cleanse at some point because I also have a bunch of like credits. I mean, I guess I could just use those to like buy juices to just have. Mm-hmm. But I'll think about that one because, you know, juice cleanse, it's sometimes when you want it, it really hits the spot, but it can also be really hard. Maybe I'll do like a one day one. I don't know. So I'll do at some point, I'll probably sneak in a pro on and I'll probably do something relating to juices, which is, I know, very toxic and very 2000 whatever of me. But other than that, no diet. I'm not going to do a whole 30. I'm not going to do anything. 
Yeah, I think those those cleanses, I won't call them diets or cleanses, they only last a few days anyway. And it's not like you're, you know, revamping everything or you're like eliminating all these foods for an extended period of time. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's I, not like that major of a thing. I think people who call juice cleanses toxic are it's oh it's a little overblown because it's like, like get over yourself is if you want to yeah if you want to do it do it do it come on the culture has moved so far away from the juice cleanse it's like i'm the marginalized person here exactly <laughs> uh now we have to watch you know lizzo in a bathtub eating takis on her commercial i mean i'm basically that but <laughs> i'm just but then with like a juice cleanse every other week to balance it out, hey. it doesn't work, but sometimes it does. I don't know. We'll see. You know, if you feel I'm good, you feel good. Uh, I, I just have two sort of very limited food related um, issues for the new year or like things, small tweaks I want to change. Okay. Uh, just because I well, actually didn't really gain any weight over the holidays, but that's probably because I had a little bit of COVID and sort of yeah. it balanced it, it balanced it out. But um, I want to just cut down from two pieces of Ezekiel toast in the morning to one. Okay. I think that's really easy and doable. And then I'm switching from Tony Chocoloni to Alter Echo only because Alter the Echo Alter Echo is the best. They're really good. And the bars are like half the size. So if I go through one a week it's like half the amount of chocolate to me an alter echo dark i don't know what percentage it is it's not too bad it's like 70 something with sea salt that's my number one chocolate mm. and um i usually will buy like two when i go to the grocery store and just sort of like go through them for like however long usually have like a square a day yeah yeah and then um because I'm not like, I, I have pretty good self-control when it comes to like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, to me, the Tony's it's just like, like I gave my niece a bar of Tony's for Christmas, like as part of her Christmas present. Like, I think it's like a fun celebratory, like big, funny bar, but like, I can't handle these weird shit. Like, I don't want to deal with it. I want to fucking, I want to know what I'm dealing with. I don't want a huge, I don't want it to be that thick and deep, especially because I keep it in the fridge. Oh, I don't want it yeah. breaking everywhere. I just want to take a small little square and snap it and have it. And I don't want to have to do the whole production of like triangle, whatever the fuck is going on with it. Yeah, the Tony's definitely breaks off in odd shapes and angles and you get a lot of crumbs and i mean i liked it because it's like it is more chocolate so for me i was like oh this is worth it it's like five dollars for you know twice as much chocolate as an alter echo i mean but, i think that's like i mean it's like how much money are you spending on this shit you know you take it into account yeah and like and if i so it's like five i think it's like five or six ounces and it's like 4.99 for a uh bar of tony's whereas alter echo is like two and a half ounces so it's about half the size and it's it's like 3.99 so it's like a dollar less so the alter echo is technically like more expensive per ounce but as long as you stick with like one bar a week which that's my you know that's my ration i'm technically spending less money on the alter echo yeah i don't really think about i don't know how many I go through a week i just kind of go through it but I have like a little, like, I, I guess 
I I don't know. I have between like a third and a half of a bar per week. So, no, per day. Oh, per day. I was like, per, that's so little per week. No, no. Um, but not every single day. Yeah, yeah. Um, um the flavor I got was really good. It was the seventy percent with brown butter. Mm, that one was really good. Yum. Uh. Yeah, I'm like a total purist with that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I just want, I mean, the salt is really the only thing I'll take. I don't want any shit in it. Right. And you don't even ever like milk chocolate, right? I mean, I think milk chocolate is like the most delicious thing in the world, but I don't like buy it and have okay. it after I I do the dark chocolate because, you know, they're like, oh, eat dark chocolate. Because they tell you to eat they it. They tell you and it's more healthy. Do I don't really think it. I mean, the Alterac especially because it's all organic. So like. Well, it has, it has the antioxidants. The milk chocolate doesn't. And plus it doesn't have any dairy in it. So it's better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you, I think you lose some of the antioxidants. Sure. I just get tired of doing the same thing all the time. So it's like, if I haven't had milk chocolate in a while, it tastes so good. But then if I have milk chocolate for a couple in a row and I go back to dark chocolate, I'm like, oh my God, this is so chocolatey. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like an intense and powerful experience last night. Um, Brian and I found this like little bag of rugula that I had left over from the holidays oh, and cute. for dinner. I mean, we didn't find, I mean, it was like in my kitchen. It wasn't yeah. like under the bed or something, but I was like, oh, I forgot I had this. And um, still what good. flavor? Chocolate always. I, though I do like an apricot rugula. I like the apricot and I like the like prune one too. I'm not a prune person. I'm a, I'll, I'll just have prunes as a snack. I'm not afraid to admit it. Don't be afraid. I think it's one of the most like classy snacks you can have. I just don't like them. Yeah, yeah. I can't help myself. Uh, what else is going on? Did we? It's so old news at this point. But <sighs> like the the Nepo baby article in New York Magazine. Did you oh, read any of it? I didn't read it. It's. it's I, I mean, I couldn't read it because I don't have. I. I mean, it was paywalled, and I wasn't going to pay for it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you have to like clear your history and like open a new browser. And, like... I'm telling you, when I try to do this, it does not work for me. I don't oh, really? know how everybody's doing this. No, I tried to do it on private. You just can't do it on Chrome. You have to go on like Safari. I did it on Safari on my phone on private and it didn't work. Weird. Anyway, you're not missing. I mean, it's like for us, we know all this stuff. It was sort of fun to just see all the pictures and see the sort of exhaustive list of everyone. Uh, yeah. There was only like two mentions of Gwyneth. Um, so. I, I mean, I feel like everything has been said about this. I barely, this was like a total blip on my radar. Like I did not care about this at all. Um, but. I did. I do think that there is something that is so okay. Like there's a difference between like a true, like I'll just as an example, say like Max Landis <laughs> or like somebody like that, like someone whose parents were like really influential in Hollywood and who got major help with like connections and stuff to get their career off the ground before they were ready that like other people who were equally talented, like didn't get. And then people, and I think people have probably said this about this list already, so it doesn't matter, but I, it's something I've encountered so much in my life. And I think it's like such an annoying opinion that like, if your parents had any kind of life in the arts, like if they just were people, it's why I've always hated when people said Lena Dunham, was it? Oh yeah. Baby? I always thought that was the dumbest argument. Like what's her mom's name then? Tell me. 
Yeah, what, unless... what do you know her mother from if she's so fucking famous? How how did her mother's art career help her make a show on fucking HBO? Give me a... It's so stupid. I've always hated this argument. Like, your parents need to just be these, like, absolute non-existent entities and can only have, like, boring and unimportant jobs for you to have any type of creative life. Like, that's just not how the world works. Yeah. I mean, nepotism occurs in like every industry. And yeah, with Lena Dunham, that example is so ridiculous because I mean, her mom was like, I guess, a relatively successful artist in New York, but no one outside like of, you know, 10 blocks in Tribeca even knew who she was. And like, maybe she knew some executive or agent or something, but also like Lena Dunham. You don't know that. And she probably didn't. It's like, there are also like just knowing how difficult it is for like anything like that to actually get made. Um, It's not like, Oh, you're this random artist's daughter, like come right in. Like let's, I mean, it's just, what are you talking? Like what, what is going on? And she was creating her own work from the time she was in. It wasn't like she was just like cat, like she made a a movie when she was like in college or something. It's not like, uh, you know, Reese Witherspoon's son who, Mindy Kaling was just like, oh, I'll give you a part in my show. Yeah. Or like, sorry, no offense, but Gwyneth herself, like, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like, I mean, the queen of the Nepo babies, but um, yeah, like I just, I, I wish that there was a way to like, it feels like it just, I mean, I don't know if the word is like anti-intellectualism, maybe it is, but it feels like it like goes into like, like someone's dad was like, a lighting director or something like, yeah, I th- well like- i think at that point the magazine itself was being a little self-aware i think so okay well like, i didn't read it so uh, i don't know because yeah i think it, it might have been billy eilish or somebody who was like yeah her dad was like a lighting person but i feel like i've seen it referenced in like not a non-ironic way like yeah. this person with her like lighting dad or whatever it's just like I mean, all it means is they grew up in LA and they might've like known some people who could have helped them get a foot in the door. Also, here's the uncomfortable truth about this. I know some Nepo babies and they have really good taste because they're raised by artists. It's not always a hundred percent true, of course, but like one of the leg legs up that you get if you're a Nepo baby is just like access to taste and sorry but like that makes you a more interesting artist sometimes like the, yeah like life isn't fair i don't know and yeah. then, but there's like a di- you know what i mean it's like the difference between just like well and there, it's it's it's, are- it's confidence too and it's sort of this sort of example that you see growing up that like you can do this so i'll be able to do it too and also the like obvious economic like at least I'm talking about like a lot of the, you know, not a lot, but some of the people I went to college with who were Nepo babies, it's just like, they just knew that it was going to happen for them. So that, get, yeah. that, that makes you more confident. That makes you a better, I went, you know, I went to acting school. It makes, probably makes you a better actor. Cause you, you, you're, you don't have the typical, both the internal and the external insecurities that like the rest of us did. And but so like, you can just focus on being good. Yeah. And, but I feel like, like there are so many different levels of that. Like I was telling Brian the other day, I was like, I do think I always have this like sense of entitlement to me. Like I have it, 
But I was like, I don't think it means, I don't think I'm better than other people, but I think I'm as good as everybody else. Like that's, and I, like, I have that. And I probably got that from like where I grew up. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, there's nothing wrong with thinking you're as good as everybody. Like everybody should think that. And if like yeah, other yeah. people don't, then like, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's tough. Cause yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I wish, I wish I had more of that confidence. Well, it's just like, and I mean, it does, it hasn't like served me. I'm not like, I don't like have some amazing career or anything, but it's just like my worldview. Like I've just never had that worldview of like, that's not for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's for other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Um, is probably a product of growing up in LA. Yeah. But I don't think that's like a bad thing. No, 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 not at all. Um, but there's a, there's like a, even growing up in LA and like, I grew up like very financially secure. Um, I still felt that there was like a huge difference between, people like me where like my family was completely out of the entertainment industry and people who were like in the entertainment oh yeah like it it's it you you know I feel like a little bit of that rubs off on you but like it's really like the the connect those like connections are like it's that's like just it's just a different thing yeah yeah and then I was like once I realized like oh I'm like not really the same as these people it was too late (laughs) yeah yeah no that's sort of the same realization I had, uh, going to NYU, it was like, Oh, this is like, you know, we're all the same. We're all in this together. And then you're like, Oh no, it's not. No, the I'm same. not. They're going to keep going and going and they're going to have these totally different lives, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, any other news? I feel like there's a lot to cover as far as the newsletters go. Cause we've had several I mean, I haven't been keeping up with them. I've just read the last one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, before that, the the last, the couple before the last one were, were very like, you know, abbreviated holiday issues with a yeah, lot of retread. So there was no, there was no point. Um, shall we get to it? Let's freaking get to it. Let's, oh, before I want to welcome our new patrons who joined us over the break. Um, Ronnie and Coco, welcome to. Welcome. Oh, is this a Patreon? No, no, this is for oh. everyone. But just you know, oh, in case bad. anyone else wants to join, next week will be Patreon. I'm sad because I just admitted that I was like an entitled bitch, and I <laughs> wish, I kind of wish it was just for all of the other entitled bitches who. <laughs> that's what our like, <laughs> um, like our like little monsters should be called should entitled bitches. That's a that's a good idea. Let's let's start. Maybe let's start not. That. I don't know if people want to be called that. But... <laughs> oh, it's all affectionate, and we we are the first ones to call ourselves. Oh, I wait. I before we start, I want to go over a couple of Christmas presents I got. That oh okay, are, I'll do, talk I'll do. about entitled bitches. I know now it's about to get really fucked. Yeah. Up. Okay. Uh, John, why well, I, I said, you know, John got me, um, a new tennis racket. My sister got me a new tennis bag, whatever you guys don't care about that. But John got me these amazing aloe yoga pants that are literally, Oh, I wanted aloe, but I forgot to put it on my little list. It's they're the most comfortable things I've ever worn in my life. I'm never going to take them off. <laughs> I once was walking my dog and this woman too. Okay. There was like a middle-aged Jewish woman 
not other than myself, <laughs> a younger Jewish woman across the street. And then this Jewish woman, me walking my dog. This is a typical Sherman Oaks afternoon. And the middle-aged one shouted across the street, where are your pants from at this other woman? And she was like, aloe. And the woman was like, they're gorgeous. I love them. And then she kept walking past me, muttering to herself, like, I gotta get a pair of those. They're so great. She, and she was upset. I mean, I'm sorry. Like they literally just look like black pants to me, but I there's something right. about them. And I'm sure there's going to be some huge scandal that's going to come out like after the Lululemon cult fiasco and the but, murder and the, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that some of you listening probably already have aloe accoutrements, but, uh, I will, only buy clothes from them now and I will only wear yoga pants for the rest of my life. I know I'm like a few years late on the athleisure trend. Yeah. But, um, uh, well, you know, I'm pers- permanently stuck with my girl, Kate. I can't get away from her. Oh, <laughs> your fit, fab, fun, fabletic. What is it called? Fabletics. Fabletics. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. I... Uh, there's no way you can cancel your subscription. It's all. Well, I might lose my credit. I don't know. It's a very call. It's a it's a complicated dance that we do. Sure, sure. But I, I'm sorry, Kate, but like your clothes are not as good as aloe. No way. No, they're not. They're like really itchy and uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, and they like do not breathe at all. They're awful. Uh, but. Um, yeah. And then John also got me a couple goop things. Uh, I got a big pack of knock me outs shoes, which are like, they really are good. Yeah. We know that. And then I got just a refill of my um, Cloudberry exfoliating jelly for my face, which I love. Oh, that's nice. No one got me Vintner's daughter. I guess I'll have to wait till next year. Hint, hint. Wow. But. Oh, I also got John got me for my birthday because my birthday happens too. So it's like I get all the presents at the same time. Thank you. Oh, it's all right. I just, you know, I had COVID. So what was I going to do? The uh, Diptyque Orila, which is their new scent. I got um, the cologne for my birthday and it smells really good. All right. Well, now I'll do mine. Sure. Do yours. Brian got me a standing mirror from CB2, which was so nice. Cool. And he got me a big one of my uh, uh, eccentric eccentric molecules number four. Which I'm smelling right now. Um, And then he got me oh he got me a book um he got me the sequel to uh election which i didn't know existed but does oh yeah they're making um a movie out of it too or like reese witherspoon's gonna come back and reprise oh really yeah i mean i haven't read it yet but he knows i love that book and then my brother got me like a bunch of goop stuff um he got me a refill for my shampoo, the whatever it's called, the botanical, like whatever. He got me a goop. Um, what's it called? He got me the goop glow lotion and the microderm peel that I like. Oh, nice. This is all just stuff pulled from a list, by the yeah. way. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff I want. And then I got, um, I got some Aesop products and a Diptyque candle and um Which Diptyque candle did you get? 
I think it's just the berries one. Nice. Um, the one I always get, or it might be the jasmine. Let me see. It's the uh it's the jasmine, which oh, I that's love. A good one. Yeah. My my mom for my birthday, or was it Christmas or my birthday? I can never remember. Or no birthday, got me the fig tea candle, oh, which smells like it, it smells really good. Yeah, I mean I only smelled it for like a day before my sense of smell left, oh, yeah. <laughs> but now it's coming back and it still smells just as good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty, I mean, I got a lot of like really nice things this year. We're blessed. Oh, and I also got the thing that I wanted so badly. I got those, um, God, I don't want to tell people because then I don't want anyone else to start getting these, but I get those DS and Durga like car scents and they're kind of expensive. They smell so good. And then your car is like a fancy car. Oh, I always... uh want to get i whenever i got a ds and durga candle i always see those but i've never gotten it it's worth it no don't do it don't do it oh sorry <laughs> not worth it <laughs> um cool well what little gifts did you guys get all you Tell us yourself, you all got. you entitled yeah. bitches yeah entitled bitches <laughs> what did you get i mean i feel like a dick talking about like oh i got this like here like hundreds of dollars of beauty products that i got but i guess that's what we're talking about i mean it was the holidays i spent enough money on the holidays too it's all coming out in the wash yeah i got brian a really cool like groucho marks record and a keels face lotion and a carhartt hoodie oh cool and... I got John some new shoes, a complete set of Batman, the TV series, Blu-rays, oh, a um, couple books, you know. Brian got himself the gift that keeps on giving, which is a VCR. And now he's been going to all types of stores and locations. It's and a game changer having a VCR. On the internet and just buying like. Do you guys have one? Yeah, we've, uh, John's always had one because he like, um, he just has a bunch of old VHSs that he sort of, he's like compiled before YouTube, like super cuts of like different clips of different shows and stuff. So he has uh -huh. a bunch of like collections of uh, VHSs. Cool. So, and then when um, that VHS store, the video store, Eddie Brant's used to be in business, you could just go there and get whatever you wanted. But no, I guess there's another one in there's another one in Silver Lake that Brian likes now. Okay. I called something and they do like screenings and he's obsessed with them. And he uh yeah, I mean, every day we get another box and it'll be like some like 80s like action movie that with a budget of like 50 cents that looks deranged. And he's like, we have to watch this. And <laughs> I don't want to and sometimes I do and he hey it, it's fun it. and we know that like you know nothing lasts forever on streaming and digital so get those hard copies well we have those too we have a lot of we have a lot of physical media we're fine yeah 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 Brian is a big physical media head yeah I would be if I had more you know money and space I definitely could see myself getting a little obsessed with like but I never even what like I, I like it as a collect, like to collect, but I, I never put them on. We do. Well, you actually, I mean, 
what we do more is just like what we have on Apple, whatever, like Bryant has a bunch of those like purchased as well, but most of them, this is so boring are like from the DVD, like, or the Blu-ray like codes. Mm. So we have them all like on our, we have so much shit to watch. It's like, it's, and this is totally not me. Like, I don't think I've ever paid for my own Netflix subscription. Like I would not have any of this shit if it weren't for Brian. Entitled bitch. (laughs) Oh, I love it. You know? He's, uh, I mean, I live with him. It's not like I'm like, right, right, right. From him. like I get, I get whatever I can have, whatever he has. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I have too many of them. Anyway, we have so many, we have every fucking one except for Paramount plus and Peacock. I got those two. I got them all. There was something I wanted to watch on Peacock the other day, but. Oh, I, I watched bros on the plane and I wanted to finish it at home because I didn't get to finish it. I didn't think it was as bad. I mean, Brian started it on the plane and turned it off after 10 minutes. And he was like, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. And I was like, and you hated it. Everybody hated it. So I was like, let's see this piece of shit. And I was like, it's not that bad. Uh, I, you know, I thought it was pretty bad, but I, there are parts of it that are okay. I, I don't know. I didn't like it, but teach his I own. mean, I thought, I think that sometimes a movie can get built up as being so bad yeah, yeah, yeah. that like, there's no way it's the same as a movie being built up as being too good. Like there's no way in hell it could actually be as bad as people are saying it is and like have been released at all. No, that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, it was just kind of, I guess tonally it's a little weird. And I thought some of the jokes kind of fell flat and I didn't like love the guy, the boyfriend guy. Yeah. It just, the whole, I think I, the, the marketing campaign didn't help anything. I think, that was, I think most people were reacting to the marketing, the campaign. marketing. And then I think just the, the sort of like rom-com plot was, I mean, I, I'm not like a huge rom-com fan in general, but I'll, you know, I like, some of them when they're when they do something a little different and this one was just so sort of by the books like there wasn't anything interesting about it I don't know. yeah that I mean I felt like because again I only watched the first like maybe 40 minutes of it yeah um and I saw how it keeps like watching you've got mail which I re which I remembered being like a great movie and I re-watched recently and it is really bad i mean it's probably worse than bros it is uh, not good oh you got me i you know i'd never seen it and then i saw it within the last couple of years um i thought it was cute but it's very much of it's like it's like very much a time capsule but, but like, i didn't mind I, that no i don't mind that either i felt like it just had some like weird i don't know i just didn't think it was great but i, I like I like that. Like, I like a shitty, like, very, like, milk toast rom-com. So I was like, that stuff I was yeah. I was on board with. Like, the stuff of him just, like, walking around New York with, like, a voiceover about, like, whatever. I'm like, I can handle this. Sure, this, sure. This isn't. But I guess it's, it's sort of, um, it's, like, derivative. Yeah, and I guess I just and my my it's just sort of my own taste, but I'm like if you're like a queer filmmaker or writer, like try to do something a little 
like I don't know out of the box or or uh dangerous I mean maybe that sounds stupid but I like I just I don't know I grew up on like you know John Waters movies and stuff so I just this type of thing just doesn't interest me but other people you know like it so whatever um oh you're smelling your candle yeah shall okay now we gotta we gotta we gotta get rolling on this newsletter many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Uh, all right. What was your best of the week? Uh, my best of the week. So I'm not going to do a diet, but I did like the detox and I liked the new goop kitchen menu. Okay. Which has a lot of like the detox stuff on it. Like, yeah. You have to make the crackers on the detox, but you could buy them at Goop Kitchen, which you've always been able to do. And there's also like a green soup, which is there. The chicken salad, I think, is there. So this was exciting for me. I definitely am intrigued by this new um, rotisserie rice. What is that? Um, it looks like it's just like rice with chicken, like in it. So it's just like the old, the old chicken that they're gonna throw away. They're re- but I mean, they it's good. like mix it into the. I don't know what it is. Eliminating but, food waste. I guess. Um, maybe it's like their version of like a dirty rice. Even though that's not really what dirty rice is. I was in of those side dishes. I was sort of interested in that 
melted cabbage that looked good to that me. that looked really good that looked like i mean i'm sure it's not as good but um it's my favorite thing at din tai fung that cabbage oh i don't think i've had it at din tai, oh my din tai fung. god it's try that. so good but um that's maybe not my favorite thing but it's way up there um wait how do i i can't see the menu why is it so hard to like look at the menu on the goop kitchen website it's complicated because they sometimes they're like they don't let you look at the menu and unless they're actually going to deliver it to you it's very complicated i just look at my ass their emails so yeah this is the stuff because i didn't really have anything i would want to buy because i've just received gifts and i spent so much money on christmas so i don't want to buy anything again yeah the things i would buy are just some of these things off the goop kitchen winter menu i it's again it's probably not very good but the your Nana's mushroom lasagna looked intriguing. I'm sure it's bad, but I'm in, I'm interested. Oh, because it's all gluten-free. I always forget about that with the pasta. Ugh. What are these summer salad rolls? And that looked good. Summer. The summer salad rolls. So you may, it's the same recipe, I think, that's on the actual goop detox. It's basically you're making that like zoodle salad and then there's like a cashew dip with like a lot of cilantro and peanuts or I guess not peanuts, cashews and stuff. Um those look good. Yeah. And then the winter chopped salad is back. All that which is my favorite the chopped salad. I think last time you were like, oh you like the cob and I was like, yeah, but I don't. I like the chopped. But um it's really always the same exact thing, but they like switch out whatever squash is in it. But that's kind of new. And then there's this greenest green salad. Yeah, the greenest green salad looked okay. And that's detox friendly. And then they have the greener on the other side soup, which honestly. That exact menu recipe is on the yeah. detox. And it looks like, uh, you know, just like a salsa verde, basically. Well, I'm just scared to have any of their fucking soup because we've been so burned by their bone broth and the squash or the sweet potato soup. What is it? Potato Ugh, soup. So bad. So bad. Um. So I'm scared. You know, I don't want to fool me once. Shame sure. on you. You know, fool me twice. Shame on me. So, and th- this will be the third time. So I'm not buying any more soup from them. Um, but I appreciate seeing it and maybe I'll get a cup of soup. I don't know. Um, I just don't know. Anyway, I'm excited to see this on the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like a big, I mean, it's smart of them to basically have their whole or a lot of their detox menu on. I think we actually, we mentioned this before that they should have done this and maybe they took our advice is just putting the detox recipes on the Goop Kitchen menu. They absolutely should because it's like they should just sell like a box. I don't know why they don't. I mean, we'll get to this in my worst, but it's getting a little ridiculous. All right. My worst is going to be boring compared to yours. What's your best? Okay. My best is just the two podcast episodes that Gwyneth released in the past couple of weeks. Oh, that I-, I wait. The one I actually listened to the one today with uh, Jennifer Freed. Jennifer Freed. So Jennifer Freed, I. To be honest, I got a little bored partway through the Jennifer Freed one when she just kept talking about what was what was her thing of like spiritual crew or something that you're supposed to have? Yeah, like your spiritual, your like core, I don't know. So basically she just means like your friends should your be friends. giving money to buy a farm. I think that's like essentially the point. Yeah. Like when your friends need to be in agreement that like what you're going to do, what are you supposed to do? I'm not totally sure, but like just like friends, like 
Yeah, because it, it was it was like people that you should keep accountable and be kept accountable and that you can like be honest with, but then also like people that you can do acts of service with. And her example was those people from that documentary, like the last little farm who are just like those rich people who I guess they got kicked out of their house because their dog was too annoying. And then they just like bought a giant farm. Yeah. And like, again, you know, we say it on this podcast all the time, but like what you need so much money to do this stupid shit with your life. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, the other example she gave was the guy who was so concerned about global warming that he, like, moved 50 people to the Amazon rainforest to, like, plant trees. It's like, where... It, this is basically just a podcast about what to do if you're rich and bored and feel guilty. Yeah. That's it. It's not about, actually, like, your life. And in general, I feel like women, women in general need to stop like talking to spirits. It's like not we're we need to move past this. Like it's I've met so many like this woman talking was to saying like I walked down the street and I was communing with source or whatever the hell she says. And it said to like buy this farm. I mean, it doesn't sound any different than like if a woman in Louisiana is telling you that like Jesus and angels talk to her. It does not sound different. And oh, no, like it's exactly we need the same. To get a grit and understand what we sound like when we talk. Cause it's just that. It's just that. Yeah. I mean, it's literally the same thing. Uh it's and, literally the same thing. And yet I was the, what I what I did like was the first 10 minutes of the podcast where she actually talks about astrology which is what she was promising the whole time yeah and i'm like okay she's like oh jupiter is going to be an aquarius okay let's hear it pluto pluto's going to be an aquarius Pluto's going to be an aquarius for the first oh. time since 1776 so there's going to be some huge oh and then she's like but i really believe that we can have a non-violent resolution instead of a violent revolution right which you hate i hate i hate you know i famously hate non-violent <laughs> no i just uh i just don't know that jennifer freed will be will convince um anyone to practice nonviolence who already is predisposed to acting out i don't but think there's gonna be a violent revolution um we're all too just like lazy everyone's and, just too late everyone yeah. is too lazy the, the the bad guys and the good guys mm. no one is gonna do anything but um I do think, you know, I don't know. What what do I think? I don't well, think anything I, will happen, actually. I don't believe in it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it does seem a little convenient that, like, we're at this, you know, precarious place in our country. And, and then Jennifer Freed saying that, like, this is the first time this astrological alignment has happened since 1776. I think everyone has always felt like they were living in, like, the end times. End times, yeah. No, that's probably true. I uh, mean, it is true. Like it's it does common. seem now is worse than it was, but it seems like it. But it's probably I, not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, between well, whatever. I don't need to go into it. It, it does it's feel global real, warming. real global warming, COVID. Uh, you know. Poor, poor Kevin McCarthy not getting his to be his, you know, rightful place on the chair of the 
I was out of town for most of that. And I came back and we were, and I was just like, wait, what's happening? I don't really know. My brother is like, you're an idiot for not knowing what's going on. Well, he's, he works at CNN. So that's like his job. It's his job. Yeah. But he expects me to, he expects me to keep up. And if I don't, if I fall behind, I've got CNN on my ass yelling at me personally. Even, you know, I, who famously don't, watch cable news anymore turned on cnn on mute for the last couple of days just to watch the votes because it is it is pretty funny that it's like that this is just our system and it they vote constantly over and over again and it's the same the same result every time so i mean i just can't believe i don't really get what's going on but it just seems like they're incredibly like um corrupt and um inept yeah i mean that's the gist of it yeah uh the other podcast so you didn't listen to the gwyneth and kim kardashian one Mm -mm. i mean so here's the deal with like i pay so little attention to kim kardashian i i've heard her speak maybe two or three times in my life i've never watched an episode of her show she seemed fine like she she really is seeming to like want to be a lawyer i guess so she's like she failed the bar once but she's like taking it again she has like a private tutor whatever to help her win yeah she like found this special loophole where like you don't have to go to law school yeah 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 um and but what was interesting about this interview to me was gwyneth's curiosity at sort of the life of a reality star and how during kim's specifically her like younger formative years how she kept sort of the public and private spheres separate and maybe i'm reading too much into this because gwyneth kept mentioning how apple is making her watch the card like one or was originally the person who wanted her to watch the kardashian show with her Mm -hmm. and i do think that gwyneth is sort of contemplating apple's future and sort of figuring out in real time if if she and Apple should work together to make Apple this sort of new breed of celebrity that Kim Kardashian pioneered. And like, I think Gwyneth might, because she's such, she's so um, in love with like successful businesswomen, like she's obsessed with them. So I think she's deciding whether she wants to be the new Kris Jenner and like, and make Apple into a Gen Z superstar. I just feel like Apple, I just don't see it for Apple. Like, I, I just, I feel like if you're the, she's, I don't know. It's just, it's not, first of all, it's like following. It's not like leading, which isn't like the Peltro way in terms of like, rebrand like a new type of celebrity yeah well she would i mean i assume if gwyneth and apple were doing they would they would figure out a way to make it new but i I agree with you that like apple's not the type of celebrity that is typically interesting in these reality shows because she is so as far as hollywood is concerned at least like old money at this point yeah like she's not striving for anything like she doesn't need anything and so like and she's her life is like at least on the surface, like so perfect that there's no, there's like, there wouldn't be any messiness to it. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, hang on one second. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what do you think are the other like options for someone like Apple as far as, 
like um, what what career option i mean unless you just completely wanted to be like a private person like what like what else can she do with her life besides be whatever she wants she's like 20 what do you mean <laughs> but like realistically like what she's not just going to be like your you know you're like obstetrician or whatever well i don't i don't know what she's i mean do. i guess you I mean, I don't know, but I, I don't feel like, oh, her fate is sealed. She has to be a reality star by any stretch. She could do whatever she wants. Yeah, but. I mean, I think that she would probably, before going to the bottom of the barrel, like, if she wanted that type of a life, would probably try to go into like a, either being like an actress or a musician. I, yeah, yeah, and we know that she has some sort of musical talent, um, but I think Gwyneth knows that even if you're really famous, like acting and musician and singing and stuff, don't really pay the bills like they used to. Um. Well, I don't think she has to worry about that too much, and she's. I, I mean, I don't know, but I just, I really don't think that Gwyneth Paltrow is like figure, trying to figure out a way to like turn her daughter into the next Kim Kardashian. I think it's something that Apple expressed interest in and Gwyneth is trying to figure out how to do it the Gwyneth way. I feel like if Gwyneth was trying to figure out how to do it, she wouldn't be doing it on her podcast. Yeah, maybe. Like, I think she has ways to, like, figure out stuff like that without, like, interviewing Kim Kardashian for a show. Yeah, maybe. Um, also, like... Apple has been so private this whole time. And uh, Gwyneth has also sort of expressed that she like that, like a sort of contempt for that type of celebrity. She doesn't, she gets, for some reason she gets, people don't like this, but I agree with her that like, she said when she was coming up, people had to do something to be famous. You weren't just like famous for being famous. I think she's and, changed her tune on that. I mean, or she's maybe I mean, just, she being just nice. said, I mean, I don't think she would like necessarily like confront Kim Kardashian, but she said this like fairly recently. recently. And like Kim Kardashian is one of those people that's like so uninteresting. And then like you accidentally get kind of caught in like a wormhole thinking about her, like thinking about something about her. Like I didn't listen to it, but I don't know what it is about her that I find Kim Kardashian to be like incredibly uninteresting and like the entire Kardashian franchise to be very uninteresting. And I've tried to watch the show and I was like, this is just boring. I don't really get why people like it. Um, but you know, she'll do whatever, like one of her fucking things, like the Marilyn Monroe dress or whatever. And you just kind of end up thinking about it. And I don't even know why, cause it's not, it's, I don't, it's like, just like, it's like a gentle hum in your brain all the time when you start thinking about Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not, it's not well, think- interesting. It's not, not interesting. It's just like, you're like, but why? But why did that happen? You know what I mean? She's, I mean, again, I don't, I don't watch her show. I've only listened to like her talk a couple of times, but she's very, she's very like articulate about her own life and like process of being like a celebrity in a way that you obviously know that she's like very canny and like everything is very deliberate, but she, she has, she's able to like pretend gen- that she's genuinely open about this stuff. And like, you know, her life is an open book, you know, for the consumption of the masses. 
And yet, obviously, there's stuff that she's keeping private. She's just like very good at being a reality star. Obviously, that's like the stupidest thing to say. But like, and I think that in and of itself is sort of compelling. Did they talk about Kanye? Not directly. They talked about like, she mentioned like the father of her children a couple of times. And they talked about sort of like, uh, specifically in the way that like, he doesn't want their daughters to be on social media at all. And Kim like has a different view so they talked about like compromising parenting styles a little bit uh, but she didn't talk about kanye like directly yeah probably for the best no yeah well definitely. i didn't even see that it was on there until today and i really could only choose one either jennifer of or course. kim and so i picked the real star sure, jennifer sure. Freed. i mean maybe if people like this jennifer freed one they'll she'll have a spinoff of her own i i, I don't know i, I was jennifer i was a little Freed. I was disappointed. It was a little too um, kooky for me. It's too self-help. And like, it's, I want, I, I want, want predictions. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Didn't get it. Okie doke. Uh, so you, wait, you said your worst was boring? My worst? Oh yeah. My worst was like, there's this thing on here called like the Aquas or, I don't know, hair drying tool which is a towel and it's $50. And I know exactly what it is. It's like one of those like hair drying, like microfiber towels that you can also get for like your dog and you can like pin it up in like a sort of turban. Um, and it's dumb. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I understand. It's funny as like a cat owner, how little I have to groom them because they groom themselves. And I sort of forget how much dog owners have to like do. Well, this is for humans. Oh, this is for, I thought you were talking but about. But I'm saying like they have I, like these towels you can also get for like they have like dog towels and you can also get it for your human hair because it's like really absorbent. Oh, I see. Um, But it's like a human and it's like so stupid to call your towel a tool i was like why yeah. are they selling this i guess it's a, a simple tool in the way that like you know a pulley and lever is <laughs> it's a simple tool a machine or wait, wait those are called machines right simple i don't know i didn't I take know. whatever class that was yeah some stupid class uh okay my worst was just and it's not the it's not the detox in and of itself because i think some of the recipes i mean i'm not going to do it but some of the recipes look looked fine and they're all you know designed by kim, kim kim floresca the um goop kitchen lady so that's good i'm sure they taste good but my worst is just the shopping list is like i mean i realize it's goop and it's going to be expensive and it's going to be crazy like that's the whole point of goop but groceries are so expensive now like my shopping list is a tenth of this and it's like 150 dollars. so i can't imagine buy like for a week's worth of food for literally like one person this is not even like you and a partner or you and kid or whatever this is for one person this list has a hundred items on it at minimum and it, it would be probably a thousand dollars to buy everything the other thing about it is like it's just so weird that the point of this is to eat less like it's a cleanse you're cutting things out so why are you 
buying so much. It's quick. Cause like, if you really want people to do this cleanse, have one recipe for breakfast, one recipe for lunch and one recipe for dinner, make a big batch of it at the beginning of the week and then eat it throughout the week. Like it's crazy that you're doing this detox and you're having to make a completely new meal, every meal of the week. It's too much. But I do you think- kind of want to make the parsley pesto. I mean, a few of the things look good. That looked good. Like the roasted carrot hummus looked good. All those like seeded crackers always look good. Um, the like, I would you know, always rather buy those things. Yeah. The the lettuce cups look fine, but some of them are like, cause I was thinking like oh, the, for one of the lunches, it's like a chicken paillard. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, what if I had that for lunch every day? But then I was like, well, then I would make John that for lunch every day. So then I'd have to buy 10 chicken breasts. And if I'm buying like, well, like mar- it's chicken, bro. I mean, that's not that crazy. <laughs> but if you add it up, it's like crazy. I guess, but it's like. I mean, I guess it's, it's not that crazy. Chicken bro- I mean, I feel like I chicken breast is like a staple for me. It's just like, chicken breast is so do. expensive that I just don't. I do buy like I'll if I'm making salads for us for lunch, I'll buy like two or three big chicken breasts, and then I'll you know I'll cut up cut them up and like put some chicken on a salad, but that but if i was eating a whole chicken breast every day and that's for two people that's 10 chicken breasts a week and that's like that's so that's expensive yeah if you're buying you know slow growth you know artisanal chicken um well that was just one example um i don't know to me chicken breast is like i always have chicken breast in my freezer that's maybe like I should, a no brainer for me. Maybe I should do like that butcher box thing. Do you, you save money on the chicken breast by doing butcher box? Um, I don't do butcher box anymore, oh. but, um, I just go to like whole foods and I get, they like at my whole foods, they just have this like big, like pack yeah. of chicken breast. They can put in the and freezer. it's like, I get it from the butcher and it's like 25 bucks. I think. Oh, and how many chicken breasts is that? I don't know. I really never know. I'm just always like, give me that one. And then it's like some weight and I just take it and I just eat it until it's gone. And I don't know how much is in there. No, that's probably a good idea. Salmon. And I just have those in my freezer all the time. Um, I mean, it's crazy that you're doing five different, five different breakfasts. Or no, I, I think it should only be this smoothie. Yeah, just do the smoothie every day. The smoothie looks honestly like really boring. Did you see that Bon Appetit smoothie that they posted on Instagram? No, what was it? It was just like strawberries, bananas, and Greek yogurt and ice cubes and like almond milk. Bon Appetit is really like, I was like dumbing the themselves down. I mean, it's fine, but I was like... This is less than a, this is like less work than I, whatever, who gives a shit mm-hmm. anyway. um, Yeah, I'm not doing a cleanse this year. I'm just like committing to being happy and that's it. I'm not worrying about this shit. I'm not worrying about cleanses. I'm not stressed. You know, last year I did a lot of cleanses and a lot of diets and I really did like it. I got a lot out of it. I do, I'm not an anti-diet or an anti-cleanse person. I'm pro both of them. Sure. But I think like, you know, everything in moderation, including moderation and like you can diet 
you don't want it to become like cyclical. Like if you're doing, if you're getting into diets, like you should have a goal in mind and it can be like, not necessarily even just like your body. Like, I think it can be really good for like discipline and focus to like, really like cut out certain distractions, especially like if you have issues with like emotional eating to like cut out those like avenues for that. And like, focus on like what actually makes you feel good and like what you actually want to be doing, like take food, take the idea of food, like out of the equation and focus on like other things. I, I really do believe in it. Um, but I did, I mean, I don't know how I did a whole 30 and like four prolongs last year. Like, I'm just not going to do it this year because like, I don't feel like I need to. Yeah. No smart. Yeah. Uh, what was your craziest or your saddest? Let's see. Let's go to the list. Oh, that was it. My, I, I, I blew my load with, (laughs) um, oh wait, shit. No, I'm sorry. I am wrong. I forgot to put a craziest. My try was that I wasn't going to try a diet. Okay. Um, My craziest was, I mean, I think my craziest was just like that Jennifer Freed where she was talking to God and God told like, and the thing that I said about like women stop talking to angels. Yeah. 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 I just feel like the, um, like we kind of already talked about it, but um. I don't know. I really am on this, like, I really want to believe in all of that stuff, but it just gets so annoying when these women are talking about this shit. Like, I want to be some, like, crazy bitch who believes in astrology and is, like, whatever, but it's just, like, eh. I mean, you're you're not there right now. And, like, I go back and forth with being a little more spiritual versus a little more skeptical and i think that's probably healthy and fine when you need those tools you'll take them when you don't need them you can laugh at these people like the rest of the world yeah i just wish there was like a middle ground like it's not i'm not anti-spirituality i'm just anti like what rich people passing this stuff like their like vacations off as like spiritual enlightenment sure and also like when people are like i know this weird thing for a fact or like this like mystical thing literally happens or something like that that i'm like well no you don't but like other than but like i like spirituality as like a concept Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe I suggest you go back to the original texts by which I mean Marianne's books. So I think she's, she strikes a good balance between like practicality and spirituality. You couldn't be more right. She's, she is the greatest. I need to go. I need to get back to the Saban and just hear her talk. I know. God, I wonder if she has any like events coming up. I'm going to look into this. Yeah. I'm going to do this year. I'm going to focus on spiritual growth. I, I really actually am spiritually needing to listen to like a Marianne lecture because she's been pretty quiet for the past year or so she's posts a lot of like bird pictures on Twitter but she's yeah, not she's really always like this is amazing 
And I don't know if she's still doing her podcast. I stopped listening to it, but she might still be doing it. I have no idea. She's doing a con the conference for consciousness and human evolution on January 14th. Oh, that's pretty San soon. San Diego. Oh, in San Diego. That's so far. I know. Um, how much this is. We'll see. Anyway, that's, well, that's an option. We'll put, yeah, put a, I'll put a little notification on for Marianne when she comes when to she LA. Comes to town. Yeah. Um, but my craziest was the, energetic cord cutting ritual to let go and start fresh oh i liked it <laughs> so this was under rituals and spiritual practices big you know star icon and it's this energy healer named george lizos lizos uh specializes in teaching energetically sensitive people to live freer happier and more fulfilling lives so he has this like exercise when you're so when he's talking about core, i i open the article thinking it meant like cutting the cord like not checking twitter or whatever that's what i was like oh i need that to like not check my phone i guess that's yeah. not really what cutting the cord is that's for some reason that's what i thought it was going to be but it, it's no this is a metaphorical cutting the cord of your like toxic relationships hmm. so he says it starts with understanding what Lizos calls cords, attachments to people, places, objects, and beliefs that you chose to create at one point and that you have since become since have become detrimental to your well-being. You might have cords with an ex-lover or ex-friend or with a story you tell yourself about the pla your place in the world. Even though it is not doing you any good, you're still fixated on that thing. So I, have, I like hmm. this. You don't I mean, like this? I I don't really have an exam. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. Like, I don't really have any, like, like, you don't think you have any like limiting beliefs about, Oh yourself? no, I'm sure I do. I'm, I guess I'm talking about like relationships. Like I'm trying to think, I don't really have any like toxic relationships. But he didn't to... just say that. I mean, like he's also, he's talking yeah. about like places or beliefs too. It doesn't have to be relationships. Yeah, like, maybe why is I... that the only part of that that you got? Cause he's, he, there's like a list of things. Uh, well, what else? Like a, li I don't know what, like so, people have attachments to like limiting beliefs because you get like comfortable in those. Sure. And then you like have to like move away from them. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to like stop talking to certain people. Yeah. I mean, if that's not where, if that's not what it is. Yeah. People, places, objects, and beliefs. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I did some soul searching, I would find some of these things. But then the the actual cord cutting process seems I mean you thought this was cool too. This seems like crazy to me. Um oh I didn't I didn't read what you So you I mean <laughs> I just read the first idea. I was like, oh I like that. And then I just kind of like moved. It's, moved on. it's a seven step process. So you're you're closing your eyes, you're getting in a meditative state, and then you go through the process. So you're supposed to, I mean, this is just like meditation in general. You scan your energy body and aura with your 360 degree vision turned on to identify the various toxic cords of attachment that are currently clouding your energy field. Um, okay. So then you spend some time carefully touching each cord and following it to discover where it leads. You'll get a feel for the person, location, object, belief, or past life it's linked to as you interact with it. During this process, be careful not to stir up any anger, hurt, or resentment, as this will only strengthen your attachment. So you're just supposed to be like neutral. Mm -hmm. Now that you've discovered all your cards, this is step four, it's time to cut them and let go of these relationships. 
Come into your power to clear energy while sitting or standing with your eyes open or closed. Feel the life force energy flowing through you, linking you to the heavens above and the ground below and know and affirm that you have all you need to let go of these toxic connections completely. So then you're physically, uh, I guess, enact this cord cutting by, it says, consider your dominant hand as useful as a useful tool in this process. When you're ready, spread your fingers so that your palm is wide and extended and quickly run your hand through each cord, cutting each using your hand as an energetic knife. While you're doing this, say silently or aloud, I entirely and completely release you from my life. Send love and thanks to the people, places, objects, beliefs, or past lives who have taught you so much. Negative, angry, or resentful energy will hinder the cord cutting, so avoid it. Between each cut, take a few deep breaths and refocus your energy. Then step six, after you're severed all your cords, sit quietly for at least five minutes and allow your body to acclimate to the new changes while you send love and thanks to what you've released. And then when the process is finished, end the meditation and take a shower to clear and ground your energy. So, you know. I mean, I'm not opposed to this. Like my therapist and I are always working on like, uh, how I can like stop telling myself negative stories about myself. Like the thing about like my place in the world Mm. stories about my past, like things like that, that like hold me back and just like make my life harder. Um, and I know I'm not the only person in the world who does that. No, Um, but I like, I probably wouldn't like, I would feel silly if I was like sitting there, like literally like chopping the air. Um, but you know, I think like, this is like what like rituals do. Like, they're just like a way to help you make these like psychic changes, um, that are like not easy to make, you know what I mean? Um, like it could be sort of anything like, yeah, like this is just something that this guy like made up of course, but like, um, I don't know, like if, if it helps someone, then good. Well, yeah, if it works for you. I mean, that's like everything on Goop. If it helps someone, good. Uh, I, yeah, I just agree with you that I would feel silly physically chopping up these things. And also, like, you have to, th- I feel like you have to think about this for, or I would have to think about this for a lot longer than just getting into a meditative state and then listing, you know, visualizing all of them. Like, it would take, Maybe it's I should like go to process. therapy. Yeah, maybe like because it would take a lot of soul searching to to actually I, get all that stuff to the surface. I, wa- I went to like a year end um, event with my life coach where we wrote in our journals. Like we had to like do this like guided journal writing thing, and then at the end we did a vision board. Well, she called it. I think I already talked about this. She called it a collage because I think she was trying to avoid saying vision board, but that's definitely what it was. And then. She was like, if you want to, she like gave us a piece of paper where we had to write our regrets and I'm not going to say what mine were because they were too fucked up, but she was like, write your regrets, which are like your obstacles for the, that you dealt with in 2022. And she was like, I'll give you an extra piece of paper if you want, because I like to burn mine. And I just realized that I still have mine in my journal, but like, I'm going to fucking do it. Like, why not burn it? Well, I'll fucking burn my apartment down. And then I'll have the, one of the ultimate regrets. I will blood on my hands. But Wait, like, you're not supposed to do it indoors, are you? Yeah, I guess. Why not? I- Drop in the sink. Oh, in the sink. Okay. That's what they do in the movies when they're burning pictures of their exes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I was just thinking of um, Angela Bassett in Waiting to Exhale. That's that. what I was thinking of as well. I mean, it looked cool, but she definitely burned the house down. Yeah, she did. Wasn't that so mean of her son to like do that viral TikTok challenge like, and convincing her that Michael B. Jordan died? Oh, I barely saw that too. I was like, I mean, I get like, you're like a 16 year old boy. You're going to be an asshole to your mom, but that was like horrible. Well, the, there was a trend where people were telling people that like celebrities. Yeah. Which is so weird. Which is weird because it's like, they're all going to die. Like everyone's going to die. I like, that's what I don't like. I mean, I think you have to be young to think it's funny because it's like, Oh, they didn't. Okay. It's like, just, it's all completely arbitrary. Oh, they died. I believe you. Oh, they didn't. Who gives a shit? They're going to, I mean, good for them, I guess, but they made it another year or another poor Jeremy Renner. The only one besides me who had a worse time up in In... Tahoe. (laughs) Oh, was he in Tahoe? Yeah. He lives up there. So it was like, he was like plowing snow. Oh my God. But he's survived. Oh God. I can't even think about it. It's so horrible. Oh, wow. Um, wow. All right. So wait, you would, what, what would you try? You said it already. Uh, I would try not dieting for the year. Oh, not dieting. Yeah. No. yeah. Um, all right. Well, the recipe I would try is not from the detox um, because none of them honestly look that great to me. But uh, there was another article, I guess this is in last week's newsletter, that was three satisfying weeknight dinner recipes from a holistic nutritionist. So this woman wrote a book, her name's Mia Rigdon, and she wrote a book called Food Wise, which is like, I guess, weekday recipes that satisfy when you've got half an hour to throw something together. Um, And the one that looked good that I would see myself trying is the shepherd's pie with celery root top. Uh, mm. it just has, I mean, it has ground lamb and I love, I love lamb and, um, well, that's what a shepherd's pie is supposed to have lamb. It's always, I always think of it as beef, but I guess that's it's like, cottage pie. Oh, got it. Sorry. I'm only 11.6% British. That's okay. Um, so yeah, this is just like replacing the potato top with a celery root thing. And then I think, I, I think everything else is the same, but like. It looks good and hearty and um, yeah, something good and hearty. something my husband would enjoy. So I'll make it. Yeah. Well, would you like the celery root? Yeah. I don't think you would have a problem with that. Um, I mean, it's no potato, but I like, like, I think it would be better than cauliflower. I might mix them. Do you like half potato, half celery root? Yeah. That might be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that I'll too. Make one. And then you're supposed to thicken the top with, it says a quarter cup full fat unsweetened coconut milk. That's just an annoying direction because it's like, what are you supposed to do with the rest of the can of coconut milk? But why don't I just make a regular, like, see, I, maybe I'm getting, I was in Louisiana for too long. I'm not getting why you don't just make a fucking shepherd's pie. If you want like lower carbs, then okay, like take out the, then do the celery root instead of the potato. Well, yeah, that's literally what the recipe is. But why the coconut milk? Oh, because it's supposed to, it's like, like non-dairy i guess oh is this like a whole 30 not in so many words but she's like a holistic nutritionist so i'm sure she's like anti-dairy i mean i'm anti-dairy as well i gotta admit but i would still never put coconut milk in a shepherd's pie i'm not insane (laughs) 
I mean, like, think about what you're doing. But does she mean coconut milk from like a carton, like the coconut milk that you put in coffee or like coconut milk from a can that you put in a curry? That's what I don't get. I mean, I, I don't know. It's not very, cause then I was like, I don't want to have to buy a whole thing of coconut milk. So then I could just put almond milk or I could just put regular milk in it. Like, I don't care about not having dairy. I also don't care about low carbs. You know what? I'm just going to go on fucking englishrecipes.com slash pub grub and yeah, do like a real shepherd's pie. pie proper pie.uk.gov yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Just, I'm telling you the best one ever is Gordon Ramsay's. It's oh, that's really done. Easy. Done. I'll do it. It's really good and really easy. I think I'm going to make one too. Margaret Thatcher dot GB slash Tory pride. <laughs> that one's not going to have coconut milk in it. I'll tell you that. No, definitely not. Unless it's like pillaged from a colony. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay. I still have never tried Gordon Ramsay's. Um, what's his famous one? That's like the, it's like wrap. It's like a meat wrapped in dough. Oh yeah. He made a beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. Yeah. Yeah. I've never made that either. Beef Wellington just seems like so difficult to make. It um, seems like a huge pain in the ass. Someone I know, I forget, a friend of mine. I can't remember who it is, but someone on Instagram did it for Christmas and it looked really good. My aunt used to make one uh, for Christmas every year. And it was, I mean, we, my aunt who lives in Oregon, we used to go up there every once in a while and she would make it and it was very good. Mm. And then also in the dog days of COVID, I got us a frozen one from Trader Joe's and we had it on Thanksgiving and we went insane. It oh, was, I bet that was really good. It was really good. <laughs> Sometimes those Trader Joe's frozen meals are delectable. Sometimes they just really hit the spot. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what would you buy? Oh, um, I, hang on. Sorry. My little freaking dang thing okay so i would buy a new well i need everybody's help okay so i think i've talked about the green pan before mm -hmm. and i'm struggling with it because it's the enamel immediately started to like like uh peel, peel off really of my green pants have been perfect and it like it they look they looked good they work but they're just all fucked up and so i'm kind of intrigued by the new well i don't know how new it is but the goop home 10 piece cookware set this one's all white it looks a lot like the green pants i think they me. just are green pants it's just labeled goop like they don't make their own pans at goop it has a g on it I think that's like a, what is it called? White label where you just slap your name on it. Well, what? I don't care. I mean, it doesn't make a difference to me. Should I get this or not? You think it's the exact same? I think thing? it's the exact same thing as a green pan. Yeah. I oh yeah. No, they literally are green pan, but yeah. I still need new ones. So should I get these? I, I would say if they're the same price as the regular green pans, go for it. Or it's if you want $100 for a 10 piece set, that seems reasonable to me. I don't. Well, but do you need 10 is pieces? It? I well, just I'm don't throw out all my old ones and get all new ones. If you're throwing everything out, I guess I, it's I the just... literal exact same set that I already have. It has the like deep saute pan, yeah. two different size frying pans, two 
two pots and a Dutch oven. I mean, if you want to replace everything with it, sure, go for it. But like in real life for me, the only green pans I need are like a small little one, like a eight inch, I guess, for omelets or eggs. And then a big like 12 inch one if I'm, you know, making like dumplings or something or frying something that I don't want to stick. And other than that, those two are the only like I don't need a green pan deep you know pot or like a green pan dutch oven or green pan whatever else there is well i like a saute pan but isn't that's that was one of them i said there was an eight inch and a 12 inch or though two that i have no but well but like a saucepan or like a frying pan that's the 12 inch one I have, I think is like a frying. It has a top. Yeah, but I'm talking about, but the, the other one is like deeper. What do you use Not, that one for? Like if I'm going to make like a pasta sauce or like any, if I'm going to like cook meat and then like put some sort of sauce in it. Okay. I use it for like a stir fry. Okay. I guess I just use one pan for all that stuff. Well, not me. <laughs> then do it. $300. I mean, it's what it. I have now and I use all of them. You, okay. If you use all of them and you have it now. I don't know that I really use the Dutch oven because I have like a big, like nice. Dutch no one oven. needs a nonstick Dutch oven. That's psychotic. Yeah. I, I never, I guess we don't really use that unless we only use that one sometimes because it's like thinner. Like if I don't want to break out the Lake Crusade, which is like a big kind of pain in the ass and it's heavy and you have to hand wash it. I might use, I will use that one to make like pasta. Mm -hmm. something i mean if you but then you said that they're all peeling and stuff so this is going to be literally the exact same not but yours aren't you said mine are but mine are new i only got these within the past year so who knows i've had mine for at least two maybe three years but not that long not that it seems like because my maybe four years maybe four. my cast iron pan and my like big other 12 inch stainless steel pan I've had for probably 20 years. Like since I had my first apartment. Yeah. In, I mean, at, I have a cast and, iron pan and I have like a Lake Crusade Dutch oven. Those yeah. are kind of like, yeah, the like, Dutch oven I've had forever too. But those are like, I mean, it's different. The, the Dutch oven itself was probably over $300. Yeah. I have a, not a Lake Crusade Dutch oven. Some it's like Lou Poupe or something. It's like a, well, I'm sure it's the same thing. It's like Emerald. Brand or something. Emerald brand Dutch oven. <laughs> but it's yeah, it works fine. Anyway. Uh well, fine. yeah, I mean, I I don't know. The only I would only discourage you from getting it just because you're not happy with your current green pans. So like it's sort of it would be the same thing. Except it, it would say goop thing. on it. I know. We talked, we want to get like stainless stuff. Stainless steel stuff is good, but it doesn't pain in the ass. Yeah. Like if you're like the, I mean, the one thing that I, that we make a lot of that works so much better in the nonstick is dumplings. Um, the, it always sticks in the stainless. I mean, I never make dumplings. That's not a concern. Yeah. So do you even need like nonstick stuff? I think of honestly the ones I use the least. I mean, I make the I use the little one for eggs. Yeah, the eggs. big one, if we ever have like more eggs or like bacon or something like that. But I never really like, or if I'm gonna fry like a turkey patty or something, I might yeah. use it. But bacon has so much fat anyway. It's bacon is fine in a stainless. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. Or you could do even do bacon in a cast iron. 
Yeah, I could do it. Yeah. I just, it's just like what I, I, and maybe I'm doing it wrong because I'm, I'm putting them in the dishwasher, but it's like, I, but you're supposed to be able to. I don't know. I don't have a dishwasher, but I just, I mean, we're, I'm just lazy and I just like go for the dishwasher, which is, you can't put a cast iron in it. Um, but anyway, we'll see. Uh, we will see. I do. I do need new. I can't believe I need new pans again. I just got the. Well, I didn't just get them, but it feels like I just got them. Yeah, you should. Your pans should last longer for than two to. How three long years. should they? They should, 20, right? They. Should. I think pans should last for twenty years. At least ten. Yeah, I have to get my. I have to replace. I have like a little tiny pot that I basically just use to make like rice, and that one, I think it got dropped on the floor or something, so it doesn't close 100 percent. so then when i make rice it's like too much steam and like it overflows so that one i need to replace but that will be 15 dollars probably yeah maybe i'll just start um slowly replacing them and just like not have a matching set and just yeah. have like different stuff but i'll start slowly replacing them from like ross and marshall's they have really good pans there yeah yeah they always anyway. do and um if you get it on the right day, like Sur La Table always has like good sales too. Oh yeah. That's where we were like looking at stainless steel and yeah. thinking we should get those. Uh, yeah. I have a Cephalon stainless steel 12 inch pan that I've had for almost 20 years and it's great. I would highly recommend that one. Okay. Good. I'll look into it. Um, oh, and yeah, what, what I would buy, I, like I said, just those, a few uh, Goop Kitchen items, the chick, uh, mushroom lasagna, the summer salad rolls and possibly the greener on the other side soup even though i don't have high hopes for that you one. know better but you want yeah. it anyway because it's just so but, green it looks so enticing you know what i gotta say i want to get my hand i want to have the only thing i want from there is another winter chopped salad or I whatever the salad is that i like there is it the ch- it's not the chopped salad it's the yeah what is it it's the one with the the cheddar cheese and all that stuff right it has cheddar cheese. Yeah, it's chopped the, salad. Is it? Yeah, because the Cobb salad is the one with the Oh, the Cobb cheese. salad is the other one. Yeah, I like the and, chopped salad. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just want another fuck. That's all, all I want from them. But if I never have to look at one of those fucking salmon bowls again, it'll be too soon. I couldn't agree more. It's over, their, their salmon is overcooked. It's all, I mean, it's impossible to have delivery salmon that's not overcooked. I agree uh yeah all right guys um all right this was fun great to catch up uh thank you for your patience while we all you know had a holiday season well, we all offline. got covid and got yeah. stuck in having layovers and whatever um yeah i hope this was good i feel like this was if this was bad i'm sorry <laughs> we're a little out of practice we'll we'll get back in the, we'll get back yeah, in the throw like, of things i feel like i probably do have covid well, uh, yeah, just test yourself before. Um, I mean, I don't know your... why I think that. I just feel stupid, but I always feel stupid. So yeah. uh, what if, like, you had COVID and brain fog was the only symptom? That I maybe I've had it since birth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, All right. Well, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.